I just want to say, first of all, it is so nice to be back here for the Airy Gala. So, good evening, everyone, and happy Pride! <laughs> so, my name is Ernabel DeMillo. Uh, I think, like, maybe this half of the room might know me, and maybe the other half don't know me. I am, well, I've been hosting this event for a number of years now, so it's good to be back. I was waiting for the phone call. I saw the, the, uh, yes, I saw, I saw the promo for the gal. I'm like, oh, they haven't asked me to, to host. I hope they're going to ask me the host. Um, but I'm also the host um, and producer, one of the founding producer of CUNY TV's, and it says here, Emmy nominated? No, we won an Emmy. Yay. Asian American Life. So if you are, this room right now, if you're not following CUNY TV Asian American Life on Instagram and Facebook, on Twitter, and on TikTok, please do so now. I am watching. Oh, we actually also just won a Telly Award for our special on Asian hate. So we're really, really proud of that. So, as I mentioned, we had a little downtime, right? A two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. So again, welcome to the Asian American and Asian Research Institute's 20th annual gala. 20. I mean, but you, for Asian, you don't look, you know, like maybe 12, right? You look 12. So I do have some good news. Ooh, wait, who had, who had some of the dim sum? Good, right? Yeah, I know Kevin did. That was good. We enjoyed the dim sum. So, you know, there's actually a full-on meal coming, right? <laughs> like a lot of courses, so please pace yourselves. Um, I am happy to announce, and I hope the wait staff, uh, House of Joy Waystaff is hearing me, but dinner is actually going to be start, right? They're going to start serving. And coming out is the first, first of t a 10-course meal. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of food. No, there, there's going to be a lot of food. So please, again, pace yourselves. Okay, and also, please, 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 a, round, a big round of applause to the staff of House of Joy. And another big round of applause to the Asian American and Asian Research Institute for celebrating 20 years as part of the City University of New York. So since its establishment back in November 2021, ARI has educated and engaged the public and students on policies and issues affecting Asian Americans and global and the global Asian community through its programs. And maybe some of you have attended some of these programs, including the evening lecture series, right? CUNY Forum Academic Journal. Raise your hands if you have read the journal or have been in the journal. And student scholarship opportunities. So now I want to bring up, and I can call him Fred now, because I've interviewed him a couple times. And anyone I've interviewed a couple times, I consider now a friend. How about a warm, airy welcome to President Frank Wu of Queens College, the college's first Asian-American president. And also a big warm welcome to President Veronica Johnson, Eanes of New York, or York College. Yay! <laughs> and President Jennifer Rabb of Hunter College. <laughs> so thank you all for supporting us tonight, and I'm going to hand it over to President Wu. Thanks so much, Ernabel. A big round of applause for our gracious MC. Be sure to catch her show. It is a terrific show. I'm not just saying that because she has interviewed me twice. Good evening, friends. Oh, hold on. I'm being told. All right, I'm not being loud enough. All right, there we go. Good evening, friends. I have the honor to deliver a few remarks on behalf of the CUNY Chancellor, Felix V. Matos Rodriguez, who preceded me at Queens College and who's just been a wonderful boss. 
As you know, the schools that have been mentioned, Queens and York and Hunter, were proud to be part of the City University of New York, the largest urban university system in the nation, and the best. So just imagine that this is Phalo at the podium, someone much more gracious and warm than I am. These are uh, his written remarks he was unable uh, to join. So, good evening, everyone. Because I'm unable to join you tonight, due to a previously scheduled commitment, I've asked President Frank Wu to deliver remarks on my behalf, and he graciously accepted. First, let me congratulate Ari on its 20th anniversary. It has accomplished so much since it was created by resolution of the CUNY Board of Trustees. As a CUNY-wide entity, it has worked with our campuses across all five boroughs, elevating, facilitating, and disseminating research and dialogue on Asian Americans and Asians. Ari has also been engaged in fostering an Asian American leadership pipeline here at CUNY and in higher education, building to, working to build the Asian American faculty, staff, and student associations across all 25 CUNY campuses. We at CUNY welcome these efforts as they serve to enhance the CUNY commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it is my pleasure to offer congratulations to Joyce Moy upon her retirement as Executive Director of ARI and as she receives this evening's service award. I want to thank her for many years of accomplished service and dedication to Ari and to CUNY. We wish her the best. As she embarks on new adventures, her leadership and presence will be sorely missed. One of my abiding personal re uh, recollections of Joyce's commitment to CUNY came this spring when she worked into her last week of service helping my office convene representatives from across the university for a roundtable discussion of the issues concerning the Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders of CUNY. So in closing, I want you to know that I join you in spirit on this evening of celebration, and I look forward to all of the wonderful accomplishments of Ari and CUNY in the future. Those were the remarks of Felix V. Matos Rodriguez. I'll add just a very brief personal note. As many of you know, I was humbled to, to be appointed by Phalo to serve as president at Queens College. This is my dream job. Because of the mission of CUNY, because of the diversity of the world's borough, and I know that I would not be here if it were not for Joyce Moy, who fought and advocated tirelessly behind the scenes for years. So I want to express my personal appreciation for everything that she has done. This is a wonderful evening. It's great to be back in person. Enjoy. Thank you, President Wu. Okay, so uh, we got two, two, right? Two courses. Um, enjoy, enjoy, while you're enjoying that, and we start dinner, I'm, please welcome to the stage, Kevin Kim, he is a member of the CUNY Board of Trustees, to bring us some greetings. Uh, good evening, folks, my name is Kevin Kim, I am a proud member of the CUNY Board of Trustees. In 2017, when I got appointed to this role, I came into the boardroom and looked around, and guess what? Like many of you have experienced in your lives, I was the only Asian American board member of CUNY. I still am. And when I looked around the room and I then said to myself, okay, as I see CUNY as, a, as an engine of the greatest social mobility vehicle in America, how is it that the Asian American representation around CUNY is not as representative as we'd like to see in New York City. So the first person I reached out to was Joyce Moy. And sitting in a cafe, Obonpan, she and I had a discussion. And we pointed out that 21% of the CUNY student body identified as Asian Americans, 
approximately 14, 15% of the faculty also identified as Asian American, and then about 14% also uh, staff members identified. So we had staff, faculty, and students with a representation similar or greater than the representation we have in New York City. And so the reason why I'm here tonight, not just representing the CUNY Board of Trustees, is because I really want you to all know how important gathering like this for 20 years really is. Without you, without Joyce, without other leaders like Joyce gathering like this, you do not end up necessarily with a President Frank Wu or President David Wu or the first South Asian dean of the CUNY Law School, who's the first South Asian dean and head of a CUNY institution. And so while we're all here to celebrate Ari, I just can't say enough about what Joyce and others behind the scenes have done all these years to really move the Asian American community forward. After Joyce and I met that day, what we did was we started convening a leadership pipeline of other Asian American faculty administrators from around the CUNY system. And we would get together for quarterly, monthly lunches. We got Phalo to come, listen to the concerns of Asian American faculty, staff, and students. And together, I think you're seeing kind of the result of some of the changes that have been made. So as a CUNY board member, I am super proud of what we've done as an institution. I can't tell you how appreciative the board is when we see the three presidents here representing our 25 amazing institutions. But really, at the end of the day, I know each of you spend time and time everywhere you go, whether it's in the boardrooms or your volunteer nonprofit groups or wherever you are in your community, please remember the work of Joyce Moy. Remember that all of us have the Joyce Moy in us. And together, I think we will continue to advance the Asian American community, not just in CUNY, but throughout New York City. So thank you so much for having me here. So much love for Joyce Moy tonight. So next up, we have Ari's newly appointed interim executive director, Sonia Monshi. Sonia Monshi is Associate Professor of Ethnic and Race Studies at the Borough of Manhattan Community College and an affiliate faculty member in the psychology program at the CUNY Graduate Center. Sonia holds a PhD in sociology. Her research on relationships between the casserole state, public health, gendered violence in immigrant communities, and women of color feminist visions of abolition is grounded in over 25 years of local and national organizing for gender justice. Sonia was also co-director of the NEH-funded project Building Asian American Studies Across the Community College Classroom. Phew, that was a long one. And is co-coordinator of Anap... Anap... PC, did I say it right? Anap... Anna PC, Anna PC, Anna PC. Um, and she even told me that I said, yeah, I know how to, I got it. I, I guess I did it. <laughs> um, Bridge Initiative, a collaboration between BMCC and Hunter College to support the needs of Asian American and Pacific Islander students. She is currently member of the CUNY Black Race and Ethnic Studies Initiative Council. So please welcome and congratulations on your appointment. Thank you so much, uh, Ernabelle, for your well, well, warm welcome. Um, I'm really happy to be here with all of you tonight. This is a wonderful gathering. It's so nice to see so many of you in person. Um, and I'm really honored to step into the role of Interim Executive Director of ARI and to continue the critical work that has occurred under Joyce Moy's leadership over the past 14 years. Um, I'm just going to be brief tonight and, and say that, you know, as you all, all of us in this room already know, we're in a period marked by both grave urgency and exciting potential to grow and strengthen education in Asian American studies, deepen relationships across and among our various Asian American communities, and engage the broader public on issues that directly impact Asian America. I'm really looking forward to working in and with 
the RE community in the next year and years to come. So thank you so much. So as you all continue eating, um, remember this is also a fundraising gala. And so we at ARI would appreciate your generous financial support. And you will find soon, making their ways down the aisle, um, gala volunteers with instant raffle tickets. These are cool. You know instantly, right away, that you've won a prize. So each raffle ticket is only $5. And our volunteers, guess what? We accept cash and credit card. So, yeah, makes things convenient, right? <laughs> like Venmo? Oh, yes, that would, that, that would be good. Uh, once you receive your raffle ticket, you just open up the envelope to see if you're a winner. And guess what? There are 60 prizes, actually over 60 prizes available in tonight's raffle. And these prizes include tickets to the Blue Man Group, admission to the Museum of Illusions, and the... Uh, Noguchi Museum. If you have not been to this museum, the Noguchi Museum is one of the best in the city. Performances at the New Victory Theater and copies of Asian American Matters, a New York anthology published by Ari and edited by Russell Leong. If you want to know the full list of all these prizes, they are available at your table. And if you want, if you win a prize, right, there are going to be over 60 prizes. You just claim your raffle prize at the table and they're going to bring it right to your reception table. What service? Uh, we have a total of 300 tickets for sale tonight. And you could also donate, yes, I know I said cash and credit, but Ari, by scanning a QR code on your table tent card. So you see that QR code on your table? You could scan that to donate. So please, 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 let's support and show Ari our support and appreciation tonight. And while I'm up here, too, buying a little time as I wait for our next guest, many thanks to our table sponsors. And here you could just scream as loud as you want for your companies and organizations. The Asian American Federation, thank you. Baruch College. Bro Brooklyn College. Chinatown Partnership, Chinese American Planning Council, CPC, Consolidated Edison. Whoa, they got a lot of power there. <laughs> Mr. Hyung Tam, Hunter College, Joyce Moy, Kingsboro Community College, LaGuardia Community College. Hey, LaGuardia. Medgar Evers College, Queens College, <laughs> Dr. Pearl Tam, Professional Studies, John Jay Crim College of Criminal Justice. Oh, they have whistles. <laughs> That's like a soccer game. And your college. <laughs> so, our next honoree is Ms. Nahid Samadi Baram. She is tonight's Distinguished Asian American Alumni Award recipient. Just so you all know, this award honors CUNY alumni who have not only achieved success in their chosen field, but exemplify the spirit of CUNY through service and commitment to community. So I'd now like to invite President Frank Wu, Queens College, Dr. Sonia Monshi, and several of our past alumni recipients, if they're here. Mr. Savio Chan, if you're here, please come on up. Ms. Lily Hugh and June G, please come on up to help us present this next award. So Ms. Nahid Samadi Baram is the U.S. Country Director at Women for Afghan women. She was born in Kabul, Afghanistan. Her family migrated to Peshawar, Pakistan, where she taught ESL to Afghan women in the Afghan refugee camps. She later moved to the United States in 2006 as an international student to study finance and economics and received her BBA degree from Queens College in 2011. Realizing, hi Lums, 
Realizing the needs of the Afghan community in New York, Nahid started volunteering with Women for Afghan Women in 2007, beginning as a volunteer, then caseworker, then New York program director, and now the U.S. country director. Wow. For years, she has worked to help Afghan and other immigrant families, but her work has become especially vital due to the incoming Afghan evacuees, refugees resettling now in the U.S. since the fall of Kabul back in August 2021. Nahid is also an adjunct instructor at Queens College. So please welcome Ms. Nahid Samadi Baram, recipient of the 2022 CUNY Distinguished Asian Alumni Award. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Um, and thank you, uh, Joyce, for recognizing and giving me this opportunity to be here with everyone. Um, it has been a very difficult time for us. Um, anyone who is working in the field of refugee resettlement or immigration, they understand the fall of Kabul um, in August 15 of last year has changed the course of the work that we had. Um, from a small nonprofit organization serving the immigrant community who were here, all of a sudden overnight we were called to be serving um, almost 80,000 Afghans who were evacuated and brought to um, U.S. Um, obviously many of you have known that this evacuation has been uh, not really planned, so it was a crisis that we had to address. Uh, Women for Afghan Women being the only agency serving uh, and providing direct services for um, Afghans in East Coast. We were not only serving the Afghans in New York, but also had to be in D.C., in Virginia, in um, New Jersey to make sure that we are meeting the need of people. Um, it's amazing to be here tonight and receive this award uh, and hopefully be an end to the really challenging academic year, but for us the work year since September of last year. So again, thank you so much for um, having me here tonight. Thank you. So I hope everyone's enjoying the dinner so far. Shout out what's your favorite course so far. Yeah, I, yes, that table actually took our shrimp. <laughs> they ate a lot of shrimp at that table. Good shrimp. That's my favorite. I think, I'm not sure, I don't want to spread rumors, but I think there's like some fish coming out. Flounder. And will there be lobster too? No? Yeah, oh my gosh, yes. Lobster. Lobster is coming out too. So again, pace yourselves. Okay, so if I can shh, shh, have everybody's attention. Thank you. Um, I'm going to have Dr. Munshi and President Wu. President Wu, you're coming back up here to help me present the next award. So our next award recipient is New York State Senator John Liu. Oh, thank you. So as State Senator, John Liu represents District 11 of Queens. He is chair of the Senate's Committee on New York City Education and also serves on the committees of Budget and Revenue, Education, Finance, Higher Education, Rules and Transportation. He previously served as the 43rd Comptroller of New York City from 2010 to 2013 and as a New York City Council member representing Flushing from 2002 to 2009. In 2013, he was a New York City mayoral candidate. So he has been hailed as a trailblazer and pioneer. John's historic elections as the first First, yes, the first Asian American to win legislative office in New York City and then the first to win citywide office. So I actually have known John Liu for a long time. I like to say I kind of discovered him. So when I was a reporter, 
Oh, is it 25 years, right, John? Yes, 25 years ago. When I was a reporter with Good Day New York, Fox 5, and I know some of you are, weren't even born <laughs> 25 years ago, I, a friend who was the executive director of the Coalition for Asian American Children and Families, yay, CACF, I was having lunch with her, and she goes, you know, there's this uh, accountant who is running for city council, and he will be the first... Asian American to be elected in st either state or local office, city office. And I said, no way. It's New York. He can't be the first. She goes, no, she is, he is the first. So I told my producers that. They're like, no, no way. That he can't be the first. And yes, he was the, the first. But he, when I met you, that was the first election. You did not win that first election, right? But you kept coming back. Yes. So we are here now, and in fact, I just interviewed John two days ago. So it's a treat now to be here tonight to help give out this award. So he is representing a lot of milestones for Asian Americans in New York and across the nation. So thank you, John, for being an inspiration and role model. Senator Liu has also taught municipal finance and public policy in the master's programs at the Sydney University of New York's Baruch College and Columbia University. So he's part of the family. Most recently, Senator Liu, and this is big, introduced legislation for Asian American history to be taught in New York State public schools. And he has championed the AAPI equity budget, which approved 20 million this year by the state legislature. So funding from this equity budget will go towards programs and services to support AAPI community organizations, AAPI curriculum design, and to create an AAPI state commission to advise the governor's office on the needs of our community and to examine critical issues such as language access. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage ARI's 2022 Leadership Award recipient, New York State Senator John Liu. Joyce, I don't want to say anything. After that introduction, it's only going to go downhill from here. <laughs> Joyce says I, I have to speak, otherwise I don't get to eat. Um, well, I, I don't know what to say, except thank you. This is... Uh, it's... Uh, it's it's an honor to join the other luminaries who have received awards today. Congratulations to each and every one of them. Very, very well deserved. Thank you. Um, I, uh, I actually, this is not my first rodeo. <laughs> you know, I, I've been in a couple of positions, as Ernabel mentioned before. And actually, um, actually, Joyce, you may recall, I... I I received awards from Ari. I think this is my, over the course of the last 20 years, I think this is the third or fourth time. I wasn't supposed to say it, but, but you have a picture of it. There's proof. <laughs> but in, in any event, um, I just want to, I think this, you know, by virtue of having an elected position, there there's always a lot of honors and awards. I will tell you, though, that uh, being honored by the Asian American Asian Research Institute it means really a great deal to me personally because you got that right Jay because uh, you know it's about it is about the Asian American community it's about the Asian experience that we have all lived through uh, sometimes more than we'd like, especially these last couple of years with the absolute onslaught of anti-Asian hate, reminds us that the work of Ari is more critical than ever before. And um, 
you know, it was we we mentioned uh, Asian American curriculum that is absolutely necessary in our public schools to eradicate the root of bigotry and hatred, which is ignorance. When two thousand Americans are asked who is the prominent Asian American they know, and fifty-eight percent of, uh, of these two thousand Americans can't name a single Asian American. This was just last year, by the way, at the height of the pandemic and the anti-Asian hate. And of the 42% of the Americans who could name an Asian American, the number one choice was Jackie Chan. You know, Jackie Chan's a little goofy, but you know, his movies are entertaining, but the guy's from Hong Kong. He's not an Asian American. And the second most common choice was Bruce Lee. I actually am a Bruce Lee fan, but the guy's been dead for 30 years. Rest his soul. The point is, people don't know about the Asian American experience. And it's a lot easier to scapegoat people, to hate people that you know nothing about. We as Asian Americans are either the model minority, we're perfect, we're rich, sometimes a little crazy, lots of money, high grades, we don't need nothing. Or the perpetual foreigner who, like, you know, if you speak English well, people compliment you, and then they ask you where you're from, you say New York, and they ask you, well, no, 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 where are you really from? And worse yet, sometimes labeled the yellow peril. And these are the kinds of experiences that we've all been through that result in hate, especially when something has gone terribly wrong, like a global pandemic, and a president who incessantly labels the COVID-19, the China virus, or the Kung flu. I could go on and on, but I think you all want to eat and have a good time. I just want to say, I say all that to emphasize the point that the, the work of Ari is more critical than ever before. And I want to thank Professor Moy, Joyce Moy, for her leadership for all these years. She's trying to retire. We're not going to let that happen. She doesn't know that yet. Congratulations to Sonia. You are taking on uh, the, the work and legacy of Joyce Moy and others. But uh, we have you back because your work is vitally critical. And once again, uh, thank you so much for the recognition. Uh, but it is all of you and your support that will continue to keep the Asian American community on the good map. Thank you. Now comes some fun. So now I'd like to invite Sonia, Dr. Monshi, and the current members of the RE board who are here with us tonight to please come to the stage to present our next award. As you all can see, she has been thanked all night long, mentioned in everybody's speech. So our next honoree truly needs no introduction. She has served as the executive director of the Asian American Asian Research Institute since 2008 until her recent retirement in March 2022. So during her tenure, Joyce was a member, as she's walking away, expert committee which created the New York State Department of Education's culturally responsive sustaining education framework for public schools. The framework views students, their cultural background, history, and linguistic abilities as assets. The framework underpins the call for ethnic studies in our K through 12 public education. So Joyce has advocated tirelessly for AAPI inclusion and in the leadership ranks of CUNY and the elevation of AAPI faculty, staff, and student concerns across CUNY. Among her many accomplishments is the launch of the CUNY Forum an innovative journal 
edited by Russell Leong, giving AAPI faculty across CUNY and the international community a platform to disseminate their scholarship and thought leadership. And most recently, she was awarded the Diversity Award at the 2021 CUNY Faculty Diversity and Inclusion Conference. So before we invite Joyce to the stage, one of our attendees, and also a friend of mine, uh, Professor Mitchell Wu from Hunter College, who, who has known Joyce since he was in elementary school, would like to share a personal memory. Thank you so much, Arnabelle. So my name was not in the program because I'm a surprise tonight, Joyce. Uh, again, my name is Mitchell Wu. My pronouns are he and him. Um, I'm a professor at Asian American Studies at Hunter College. So shout out to the Asian American Studies program at Hunter College. The table's right there. Um, I'm also the director of our Queen Services for the Chinese American Planning Council, CPC. Our table's right there as well. Um, they are the nation's largest Asian American social service nonprofit. Right. And so, um, and I want to thank everybody here tonight as well. You know, all of you sitting at the table, right? Supporting Ari um, at the 28th Annual Gala. Um, and super excited, like everybody here, to hear about the rollout of Asian American Studies curriculum for New York City public schools. Um, shout out to Senator Liu for the legislation again. And so, we all know how important it is, right? Asian American Studies. As we learn about the contribution of Asian Americans to this country, it is American history, you know, along with all the other marginalized communities. And these intersections and convergences of struggles is what leads to all of us having the rights that we all have today, sitting here tonight. And it's important to learn about our heroes, our Asian American heroes as well. And so my daughter is here as well, and I want to shout out to her, because she's going to be learning Asian-American studies now as a public school student. But then, speaking of heroes, tonight I get to introduce my hero, Joyce Moy. Now, I've known Joyce throughout my time teaching at Hunter College, and we cross paths a lot in community functions and community events. Um, and whenever... You know, we're together, and she introduces me to people at these events. She always tells the story about the first time of how we met. So tonight, tonight, I would like to return the favor and tell the story from my end. I first met Joyce when I was in third grade. So, let's jump on this time machine and go back to the 1980s. 1980s Queens, New York City. That was where my family immigrated here, from Taiwan. We did not know anybody here, no family, no friends. We barely spoke English. We were living in those little illegal converted basements, and we moved around a lot. And my family was also undocumented and working class. Very working class. Uh, my dad will, you know, find whatever job and, you know, just so he can get paid under the table and I barely saw him, you know. Now, going back to when I first met Joyce in the third grade, one day my teacher tells us we have a special guest speaker. In came this East Asian woman who stood in the front of the classroom, firm and tall. Now, the reason she was there was because she was a parent to one of the classmates in my class. And she took the initiative herself to come to our school and present on the Lunar New Year holiday and the Chinese American community. So I see this professionally dressed Asian lady with shoulder pads. Remember, the, the, the 1980s, right? Uh, you know, dignified, the power suit. And she proceeded to introduce herself and speak on the Lunar New Year holiday and its significance on the Chinese and Asian American community. And let me tell you, I was flabbergasted. 
See, in my experience, all the Asians I knew barely spoke English or had a terrible, heavy accent. They were timid. They didn't even go into the schools. Like my parents, they worked all the time. They barely walked into the schools or any other institutions. And so, excuse me at that moment when my jaw hit my desk as I saw in astonishment and in awe this woman speak perfect English, was articulate, and filled the room with her energy, confidence, and presence. And not only was she speaking English, the content of what she was saying, she was explaining and, and sharing and educating class on my culture. That was so empowering. There was a point where she actually brought dry longyan. Longyan, I don't know if folks know what that is. It's a lot more popular now in the 1980s. And so, if you know it, it's uh, Asian fruit, but it was dried, so it's, you know, it, it, um, if you crack it open, it looks like this black, gooey, you know, fruit, and it looks strange to eat. And I just remember how everybody ate it up, because they loved the presentation, and they loved to learn about the culture, and they were eating the food. You know, the strange fruit. Uh, Alex Demopoulos, who's half Colombian and half Greek, who sat next to me, said, hey, you going to finish that? If you're not, I'm going to eat it. And I, I couldn't eat. I gave Alex my longyen because in my mind, all I was thinking was, Connie, that's your mom? <laughs> and so that is a story about the first time that I met Joyce Moy. And for the longest time, she was etching my cerebrum as my hero, Connie's mom. And now today, as we see the evermost need for Asian American studies and ethnic studies and heroes and role models for our youth and our community, I would like to take this moment to give thanks and gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. From this little undocumented third grader who is now going to be teaching in the fall his 15th consecutive year of Asian American Studies at CUNY. And so in conclusion, um, just want to give my sincere, humble, and deepest heartfelt honor to present the service award on this night at the house of Joyce to my hero, Joyce Moy. Thank you so much. Uh, Mitch, that really was a surprise. And um, yes, I did meet you when you were in third grade. And I am like a proud auntie. I am so proud of Mitchell. I am also so proud of many of the young colleagues that I have met during my career here at CUNY and at ARI. We have a full generation, two, three generations, of future leaders in the AAPI community. Let us celebrate that. Let us celebrate that. Let me take a moment to thank everyone that's here. It is because of your support that ARI has continued to be so successful. It is also because of your support that we did it. We have two Asian American presidents in CUNY. We have the first South Asian Dean at the CUNY School of Law. We now have representation at the Chancellery. It is because we did it together. Thank you all so, so very much. And thank you so much, too, to my staff, my former staff, uh, Anthony, William, and Zoo. I don't think I've ever thanked you often enough. So please accept today's thank you 
as a way of making up for all those years that perhaps I gave orders and didn't thank you enough. And again, thank you so much for coming out to support Ari and our community. Thank you. I hope everyone has enjoyed their meal so far. The last few courses, we're all feeling good. I saw a couple of oranges. You're good, Larry Lee? Awesome. Okay, so again, I will need everyone's attention because we're going to now present our student awards. And these are, yes, exactly, the special table there. So we, but, but before we begin our awards presentation for the CUNY Thomas Tan Tam Scholarship and KY and Noel Chin CUNY Ethics and Morality Essay Contest winners, please note that if you don't plan to take the gala journal, this is really important, which includes a safety whistle and tote bag home tonight, to please drop them off at the reception the table in front where we all checked in when leaving because this will really help all the folks and the staff here who have been working really really hard all day and night with the cleanup after the event so thank you for doing that in advance and also thanks to the yellow whistle organization for donating the safety whistles for everyone here tonight if you don't know what those are those are safety whistles on your table so now I'd like to ask Dr. Anika Tam, the daughter of the late Thomas Tam and members of the Tam family and Dr. Sonia Munshi to please come up to the stage to help present our next award. The Thomas Tam Scholarship established by an endowment to the City University of New York awards $1,000 to a CUNY undergraduate student who has demonstrated creativity in the communication and concerns of the Asian American community in areas such as health, education, culture, media, or advocacy and activism. So this year's recipient is Miss Vicki Wong. Where's Vicki? A communications and media major at the CUNY School of Professional Studies for her project titled Stop Asian Hate. Vicki is a first-generation American-born student and was raised in Brooklyn. Her late immigrant parents are Toysan Chinese from Myanmar, formerly Burma. Vicki is in the early stages of researching the Stop Asian Hate movement based on a class paper that examines social movements through social media. She will gather qualitative and quantitative data on the status of anti-Asian hate crimes, including the March 2021 spa shootings in Atlanta, Georgia, and she also plans to raise awareness by learning about the current state of anti-Asian hate, not just in the U.S., but possibly Canada. And after her report is completed, she will contribute her findings to the online reporting website organization Stop AAPI Hate and then assist them in their advocacy efforts. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Ms. Vicki Wong, the 2022 CUNY Thomas Tam Scholarship recipient. So good luck with your research, Vicki. You know what I love about this event? We run on time. Yes, Joyce, we run on time. You notice I looked at my watch, I'm like, yeah. It says 8.32 there, and it says right here, 8.30. When we present our next award, I'm only two minutes late. 
And guess what? It is the final awards of the evening. The KY and Noel Chin CUNY Ethics and Morality Essay Contest winners. A CUNY-wide competition that challenges students to think about the topics of ethics, morality, and virtuous behaviors in their lives. So the top three essays receive $1,000, 300 and 200 respectively. And so we greatly thank Dr. Chin, who sadly passed away in 2020, and his wife, Noelle, for their $100,000 endowment to CUNY to establish this competition. So to present the awards to this year's winners and honorable mentions, please welcome back <laughs> Dr. Monshi. So this year's third place award goes to Stephanie. Zonga on Z and the applications of learning along the way. Congrat! Oh, there we go! Yay! Stefan Zonga. Oh. Congrats! Congratulations! So now to help present our second place essay award, we'd like to invite Dr. Myung Soo Lee, director of the Weissman International Center and former interim provost of the Zicklin School of Business at Baruch College to the stage. This year's second place award goes to Young Sin Kim for her essay, Wish Dragon. Okay. Okay. So unfortunately, our first place essay winner, Kai Mora, from the, from the City College of New York, was unable to attend tonight. But we congratulate her on winning the top prize for her essay, Recreating Ancestral Piety in the African Diaspora. So if you're wondering, all three of these essays are available on ARI's website and also on CUNYverse. It's a new website that explores the stories of CUNY through the eyes and lens of our students. So thank you and congratulations to all our talented, wicked smart CUNY students. So guess what? I am actually ahead of schedule. It is 8.36. We were scheduled to end at 8.40. Well, at least my part. So. Thank you, everyone, again, for joining us tonight for this very special ARI Gala, celebrating 20 years. And now, con this concludes our program, everyone. I know there's a lot of food left. Thank you, John. There's a lot of food left, a lot of friends left. I think there's a lot of red wine left. So enjoy and thank you again for joining to celebrate not only ARI's achievements, but to celebrate the achievements of all our honorees and students tonight. And don't forget to claim your raffle prizes if you are a winner. So once again, my name is Ernabel DeMillo. Be sure to watch Asian American Life on CUNY TV. Follow us on social media. Give us some likes. Show us some love. And thank you again. And I will see you all next year.